the college basketball experience, American East Conference preview on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand-dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Gotta do that. We're also brought to you by prediction strike. Yes. Prediction strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more at prediction strike. We're also brought to you by SGPN. Yes. The SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So download that app for free today. What's up everybody. This is Cameron Krog from Loyola Chicago Ramblers. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Shout out to the broad stop. Thank you guys. Welcome to the college basketball experience, American East conference preview. My name is Colby swinging dead to base Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Yes. Double the price. Let's talk a little American East basketball fun conference. Uh, very fun conference. I mean, look, uh, how about do I need to mention the 116 seed UMBC knocking off the Virginia Cavaliers just what, four years ago? The UMBC resides in the American East, if you didn't know. Also, Vermont had a rich program. I mean, you got you got some good schools that play good basketball. The Hartford Hawks made it last year. I think uh, New Hampshire's solid, NJIT, Stony Brook's good. I mean, Albany, the Great Danes. We got a lot of good teams here. UMass Lowell. I mean, the Black Bears of Maine, Binghamton. I mean, you gotta love this conference. So let's go to the land down under and dive in on some American East action here. I'm going to go alphabetically just like all the other, by the way, subscribe to the college basketball experience. We're breaking down every single conference. So get out there and uh, go download those other conferences. Go check them out. But in case you've been living under a fucking rock, uh, I go alphabetically. And at the end, I will give you the projected order that I think uh, the, the uh, essentially the way that I think they will finish. So with no further ado, let's hop into the good old American East conference and talk a little Binghamton. No, actually Albany, Albany would be first. The great 
Danes. All right. Shout out to the great Danes. Uh, they keep a decent football program too, but we got a first year coach in Dwayne killings. That could be interesting right there. Uh, Mark, he comes over from Marquette. He was an assistant at Marquette team uh, finished seven and nine a year ago, six and six in the American East. And it's always tough for the first year coach, but kind of walks into a decent situation because he is returning a couple key players. I think Jamel Horton, uh, that guard who averaged 9.4 points a game a year ago. Also Jarvis Doles at the forward spot who averaged 10 points, four boards. It, I know you're only returning two starters, right? And I go, I get it. Normally you would like to return more than that. However, both those guys average double digits. Uh, so I, I think that's a, uh, I think bringing back both those and also bringing back the fact that Jamel Horton's your point guard point guards mean so much, especially at the mid major level and uh, in, in the a East resides in the mid majors. So uh, th- those two coming back are key. A couple other bench players, Adam Lulka uh, forward center he, that he's going to have to step up this year. 3.4 points a game a season ago, 3.1 boards. He's back as well as Trey Hutchinson at the guard forward spot. They got it. Uh, this is 2021 college basketball. They got a slew of transfers coming in. They got Devondre Perry coming in from Temple. They got uh, Gerard Drumgoogle uh, coming in from Pitt. They got Paul Newman coming in. From, Paul Newman have some of his lemonade uh, coming in from Bucknell. They got Matt Cerruti coming in from Lockhaven in Mary Little. I mean, they have a slew of transfers coming in, um, and so it really makes it hard to gauge how the Great Danes will do. Um, after, you know, Will Brown leaves and, you know, Brown was only there 20 years. So good luck with that. However, um, I think bringing in some of those transfers, I think they could be decent. And, and I think the fact you're bringing back essentially like two guys that have average double digits. I know Horton, it says 9.4 points a game. Doesn't matter. Pretty much 10 points. He's, he's your point guard. He's your leader on your team. I think the real question will be depth depth and front court should be the issues with the great Danes. We shall see though, because uh, Matt Cerruti, by the way, uh, that guy was a D two transfer who could light it up a season ago. So uh, I don't know the great Danes. I would project probably just middle of the road, Uh, but maybe some of these transfers pay, pay off. I mean, Dre Perry is a guy that at, at temple who averaged 7.2 points a game, 4.5 rebounds. That means it, it probably in the American East, he could probably really excel. Um, Paul Newman, he got 5.2 points a game, 4.6 boards at Bucknell. Perhaps he could pay off. Um, so I think if the bigs can step up, the great Danes could be right in the middle of the pack could be a tough out for a lot of the conference. Um, but we'll see. It is tough to follow a guy that's been coaching there 20 years. So their odds to win the American East are at plus 700 plus 700. Not, not terrible. Um, but let's switch over and talk about Binghamton. Yes. Binghamton though, the Bearcats. Well, they haven't had a winning season since 2008, since the season of 2008, 
they got their former assistant Lavelle Sanders in uh, in year one coaching there. They they got a lot of work to do, but returning starters they they're bringing back f- uh, four returning starters. You gotta like that, led by. George Tinsley at 8.5 points a game, him and uh, Tyler Bertram Bertram at 10.8 points a game. Those guys coming back as well as Bryce Beamer and Dan Petkish. Uh, those that's four of five starters back. That's always good. Sure. You lost Brenton mills, but uh, you're bringing in a Gardner web transfer and Jacob Falco. Uh, yeah. St. John's transfer and John McGriff. Maybe these guys can pay off and, uh, Give you give you some much needed depth, but uh, hey, I mean, I I don't know why I kind of think I get it's a first year coach, but returning four or five starters, and, and getting uh you know Jacob Falco who averaged just about ten points a game down there Gardner Webb, I don't know I think uh, I think you might be sitting on something something decent there I'm gonna uh, I I know traditionally they're always at the the back of the pack here in the in the AEs at least the past decade. I'm gonna say they're gonna be middle of the pack as well. I guess I'll say that for every team, probably, right? Two teams in. I think Binghamton is a team that uh returning four starters, you gotta like the continuity there. I, I wonder about how will the first year coach uh step in. But having uh you know a lot of even your reserves, you're bringing back a decent amount of reserves. Hakam Haljalmar Masan. I love pronouncing these names at 5.4 points a game. He's back. Christian Hinkson's back. Uh, a few others that I think were solid guys on the bench. And then I think bringing in those transfers, why not? I get it. They were four and 14 a year ago, four and 10 in the AE, but I'm going to say middle of the pack. I'm going to say they're, they're a little more proven even than, uh, than Albany. I get it. Albany probably has some better transfers coming in, but I think Binghamton might be right there with them. Keep an eye on the Bearcats as uh, their odds are at plus 4,000 though. <laughs> so that's tough. Um, I don't know. I just feel like going through the rosters, we're going to go through all of them here, but I don't know. I've seen, I've seen worse. So uh, let's hop over to the team that uh, I'm kind of mad at the university here. I'm talking about the Hartford Hawks. I mean, Hartford there. Uh, they went to the NCAA tournament last year. This is Vin Baker's alma mater, by the way, former power forward for the bucks and the Sonics, but the board of regents, this is their first time ever making the NCAA tournament. And then in may, the university's board of regents voted to, to complete a transition to division three by 2025. What is going on down there at Hartford? The Hawks, you just went to your first ever NCAA tournament. What is going on? John Gallagher. He's a good basketball coach. Let him keep doing his thing. Unbelievable. And shout out to John Gallagher, because not only that, he was able to keep that team intact. Cause I would have thought everyone would have transferred out. No, he kept pretty much the whole team, the the nucleus of the team intact. 
I'm referring to the three returning starters guard Austin Williams back 14, one points per game, six boards, as well as guard Moses flowers about 12 points a game, 5.7 rebounds and forward Hunter marks who got just shy of 10 points a game and 5.8 boards. Those three are back. Then, then on the bench, DJ Mitchell at 7.2 or 7.5 points per game. He's back uh, as well as another guard in Michael Dunn. And he goes out in the transfer portal. Now, sure. He lost starters, Tracy Carter in, uh, and, and Staffel two two starters that averaged double digits a season ago, but he brings in Dewan Clayton from Coppin state where he averaged f- just about 15 points and 5.2 assist. And then forward J- Jared Kimbrough from LaSalle who averaged six points, three, 3.6 rebounds in the a 10. I mean, he's doing a considering the hand that is being dealt to him. I I love what John Gallagher is doing there. I'm going to be rooting for him to, I hope, I hope they fucking make the tournament again. So they think about what their dumb decision to, uh, to move down to D three, not even D two D three, but why you just made the NCAA tournament. What are you doing? What are you guys doing there? Doesn't make any sense. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience, uh, American East conference preview is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, college football, college basketball, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Uh, they're also they're actually pretty awesome. Uh, new users can bet one dollar and win a hundred dollars on any sport. Plus, you can get up to fifteen hundred dollars as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it up to two hundred percent. That means you throw down a hundred, they'll give you a two hundred dollar free bet. Max wager for that is seven hundred fifty bucks, which basically means fifteen hundred dollars. They will match. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? We'll sign up today to receive a special offer. Like I said, risk-free thousand-dollar sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-I-N-N-Bet.com to start winning today. I also want to tell you that the college basketball experience, American East preview is brought to you by prop swap. Yes. America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and prop swap is your home for the best world series futures. All season long prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and prop swap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchased on prop swap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve thousands of betters across the country are shopping for tickets on prop swap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the prop swap app. Prop swap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, man. We we've talked, we've talked Albany. We've talked Binghamton. We've talked Hartford and their terrible board of regents. Uh, so let's 
hop on over now and talk a little, uh, a little fun, a little fun here with the main black bears, decent football program. The black bears though, were the team affected most by COVID a season ago in the American East. And uh, yeah, they were two and seven overall. So they didn't really have a season, but Richard Barron, he's entering year four. He's trying to get it right. Just 16 and 56 in his, his time there with the black bears. However, they're bringing in seven foot one transfer from ULM in the Sun Belt, Chris F. probably butchering that name. My apologies. Uh, also bringing in uh Vakusen Masik, a Hofstra transfer. Those guys might help because, but the facts are they're returning four or five starters. Now, can they get this thing going? Lachan Duhart is back. Their point guard who averaged 11 points per game, um, as well as Taylor Shildroth, their other guard who, uh, Average just four points a game a season ago. But like I said, bringing back four returning starters on the other uh, starters are Jashante Wright McLeish and Stefan Ingo at the forward spot who averaged uh, just about 11 points a game. He's a, he's a beast for them. They're also bringing back about four reserves from a, from a year ago. Um, They really only lost uh Vilgot Larson who had seven points a game. Uh, that was their one starter. They lost. Can this team just improve? Uh, the Stefan Ingo was the, was one of the best rebounders in the American East last year. Can, can he, can they continue as a team to develop with four returning starters, a couple uh, and they could be tall with the seven, one ULM transfer. Look, in a lot of these smaller uh, conferences, it's, it's a struggle to find tall, effective bigs. I mean, you, you can pull up starting fives for each of these teams. I guarantee you, you're not going to getting a seven, one guy. Can that be efficient? Can that work out your way? How will it work? How will it affect the transition defense transition offense? Um, but to be honest, guys, look, main, maybe, uh, maybe it's the fact, you know, uh, you want to say, uh, okay, well, Barron's just in year f- year four this year. Last year, okay, let's say it doesn't count. Well, it's still early stages of him building his program then. So maybe they, they get better, but until then, I still think they're they're in the cellar in the American East. But I'll be rooting for the Black Bears out there in the AE. Um let's let's switch over and, and talk uh, a little New Hampshire Wildcats because they're, they're, by the way, um Maine's odds are sitting at plus five thousand. Plus five thousand, uh, but New Hampshire though is at plus six hundred, and with great reason, because the Wildcats. First off, Bill Heron, he's in year seventeen. Shout out, shout out to that. Um, they were ten and nine last year, nine and six in the American East, finished third, and I think that they they are sitting on a pretty good situation here. They got four starters returning. Uh, you gotta love that. Um, I would say they're bringing in they're bringing in a few transfers, like much like everybody in college basketball. Sloan Seymour from George Washington, Marco Foster from Oklahoma Christian, and AJ Lopez. Um, 
but returning four starters always key. And especially when you were a competitive team a year ago, night in night out within your own conference, but Nick uh, Guadarrama at 14 points a game, 6.4 boards at forward is a mix with Jaden Martinez. Their front court is doing damage. Both forwards combined for about 28 points a game and 15 boards. Now, can the guard play step up? I guess is the question. They got Blondu. Oh man, these names Chiku Kingo back, and also Nick Johnson, both average about eight points a game a season ago. That's huge right there, man. I mean, it really. I guess it just comes to the, it comes down to the guard play. But keep an eye on Marco Foster. This guy was uh, like I said, D two transfer. Uh, but this guy was lighting it up from three. That could be the guard that gets them over the top here because their bigs have been doing it. They also returned a lot of their bench. They have a lot of continuity on this team. Josh Hopkins is back key reserve. we got about seven and a half points a game a season ago. Um, uh, Quan Murphy is back senior guard, eight and a half points a game a season ago. The big man, Taylor Matos, he's back five points a game. KJ McClung, Chris Lester, so hey, the Wildcats I think are contenders in the American East this year. That should be fun to watch as uh, things heat up as the season goes. I mean, look, last year finished third, man, third, but that's not that far away from from uh, the top in this conference. A lot of carnage in this conference. So let's uh, hop on over and talk NJIT. You gotta love the Highlanders. What a great name! Well, shout out to that Christopher Lambert movie. They made like 20 of those fucking things, I think. But uh, the first one, uh, I had fun with it. Sean Connery, rest in peace. Um, well, look, we got uh, Brian Kennedy here, and look, they, they're new. They were new to the American East last year, and it wasn't great. <laughs> it was actually the worst year in Brian Kennedy's five years. So now comes in year six. Can they adapt to being in this conference? Uh, down there in, in Newark, New Jersey, they were just seven and twelve a season ago, six and ten in the AE. Interesting to see what they return. They returned three starters, and it's basically their back quarterback. Dylan O'Hearn is their is their top guy, ten point seven points a game. Him and Antoine Butler are back at the guard spots and at the forward spot. Uh, Solomani Diakite is back at about, he got 6.3 points per game, 5.1 boards, athletic guy. Um, and they got about three reserves on the bench led by miles Coleman that are all back. Makai gray, a lot, uh, just a, uh, in the transfer portal, they're bringing in Matt few from Holy cross, Jacob Manson. And uh, they lost a, obviously two starters a season ago. So it will be interesting. Keep an eye on junior, junior uh, college transfer, James Lee. That could be one with uh, the Holy Cross transfer, Matt Few. But NJIT, by the way, their odds to win are plus 600. So Vegas thinking that maybe they'll be contenders in the American East despite the poor performance, finishing eighth a season ago. Brian Kennedy, though, he's been there five years. He's entering year six. He's had a decent track record. So perhaps the Highlanders. We'll be playing some solid ball in the American East this year and competing for a championship. But I think they need to find out who is, who, who can generate points because with Zach cooks gone, 
they need to find someone to create uh, their own shot. Dylan O'Hearn's going to have to step up. And I think a lot of these other guys, uh, like I said, Diakite, uh, maybe not, wasn't uh, killing it on the, on the points last year, just 6.3, but 5.1 boards guys, a big time shot blocker. So maybe, maybe this defense for the Highlanders can, can help uh, get them there. All right, folks. I want to tell you that the college basketball experience for American East preview is brought to you by prediction strike. Do you wish you guys could have had stock on a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now prediction strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robin hood and DraftKings had a baby prediction strike. Let's fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players, start investing in them. Simply download prediction strikes, new and easy to use app from the app store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use the promo code SGPN, then deposit funds to buy, sell and hold shares of your favorite players. Just like you will with real stocks, the value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand. And you can trade your shares of players at any time. As long as the player isn't playing in a current game, sign up with promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share of your first deposit of $20 or more. And I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes. Us. The app is now free to download in the app store and Google play store. You'll get access to all of our picks and podcasts. Me, Patty C and NC Nick, my co-hosts that are normally with me. We've handicapped every single division one college basketball game for the past four years. Never had a losing season. Also our locks way over 500. So you'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts. We have great content coming on. Uh, we've had Steve Lavitt on the show. Uh, I mean, Bill Burr was, uh, was a frequent guest talking uh, college basketball. This this past March, just a slew of uh of, of great uh, guest appearances, Mike Leach, a uh, football Mississippi state football coach on all the time talking. Uh, don't, don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today though. Um, what else do we want to say here? Where are we at in the American East? Can't wait college basketball, just 12 days away. Let's talk about the Stony Brook Seawolves because I am very high on the Stony Brook plus uh, 250 plus 225 shop around. Um, I, I'm very excited to watch a few. I mean, uh, the whole, the whole conference, but specifically Stony Brook because Gino Ford enters year three there in Stony Brook, New York. Yes. Muhammad, uh, Muhammadu guy, transferred to Pitt. That was a loss. That was a big loss. Good defender. And I'm sure he'll be decent down there with Jeff Capel at Pitt. However, though, uh, not only do they return four starters, led by the likes of Juan Felix Rodriguez, 13 points a game, 3.6 boards, 3.2 assists, and a steal per game. Guy does it all. But also, Tyke Green at the other guard spot, 9.7 points per game. A season ago, 6.9 boards. Both forwards, Frankie uh, Pulaselli. 10.7 points per game. Jaden sales, 9.5 points a game. They're bringing back them. They're bringing back a couple key bench players. Omar Hobway, 7.2 points a game a season ago. Muhammad Diallo at Tyler, Stephen Moore, a couple solid bench players coming back. But I think the big, the big gets 
for Gino Ford is the fact Elijah Olani is back from Miami. He so he was at Stony Brook two years ago, transferred down to Jimmy Laranega in Miami, the Hurricane last year in the ACC. In the ACC, he averaged ten and a half points a game, five point one boards. You can only imagine what he'll do back in the American East. Think about that. Think about that guard, the depth of guard play here. Juan Felix Rodriguez, Tyke Green, Omar Hobway, and then Alani comes back. Also, Jalil Jenkins transfers in from Farley Dickinson, where he's the fourth all-time leading scorer at Farley Dickinson. He only averaged 16.8 points per game last year and 3.2 assists. He comes in and they're not done. Anthony Roberts transfers in from St. Bonaventure who made the NCAA tournament last year. And Roberts was a key reserve on that team, averaging 5.3 points per game, three boards and three assists. So I really like what I'm seeing in Stony Brook, New York, Gino Ford. I think they gotta be the favorites. We'll get to, we'll get to one other team. I think at the end here that will be in heavy competition with them. But I think they're the, the them and Vermont are going to be the teams to beat, but, but I'm very curious to see if some of these other teams of New Hampshire can play with them. NJIT can get up there and play with them. Um, some of the other ones we mentioned, the Hartford Hawks, well, they won the conference a season ago. We will get to it here, but I love what Stony Brook has on paper. And like I said, they have continuity because Alani, he was just there two years ago. Uh, Jello Jenkins and Anthony Roberts, they're the newcomers, but they're, they're basically bringing back everyone besides guy transferred to Pitt. So uh, really like what I see there. It, it's with Stony Brook in the American East. Um, yeah. Do you know Ford doing it? Look last year, they went nine and 14 and two and nine in the conference. <laughs> so what, what, a what, what a crazy thing we could see happen there. What a flip side, what a turnaround we could see, Gino Ford. Remember him? He was the coach of Bradley, uh, not that long ago. Um, so now let's, uh, let's switch over and talk a little UMass Lowell, the river Hawks. Gotta <laughs> love that nickname. Um, they made a great run last year. Went to the American East tournament championship game. I mean, how about that? Can you build on that? Can you build on that? Um, uh, they were 11 and 12 overall, but still getting to the American East championship game, returning three starters led by Connor Withers, who averaged about 11 and a half points a game. Uh, Bryce Daly also back at the other guard spot at, at seven points a game. And then Alan blunt at the forward spot. Now, obviously you lose two starters. And one of those was uh, Noel who averaged 20 points a game for you. That is the real thing you circle for the river Hawks. I don't know what to, to make Connor withers though. Is your, is a guy that I think can up his, uh, his output and Bringing in South Carolina's upstate transfer Everett Hammond, who was a double-digit score, double-digit score the past two seasons there. Maybe they can figure out some stuff there. Uh, Khalil Thomas was a, a key guy on the bench a season ago. Had some great uh, performances uh, in the final stretch of the season. Maybe they can key in on him. 
a few other uh, reserves though are back that were solid. Darian Jordan, Thomas, Anthony Blunt, Max Brooks, Greg Hammond, all back on the bench. And they also brought in a LaSalle transfer and a Yinde Hakeem and uh, Jaheem Holden. Holden is a, uh, is a, a new freshman to the team. Oh, I, I feel like they got to regress though, right? You can't just replace Noel. And also the, you lost the big man, the center uh, booty or Bodie, I guess it was pronounced, but uh, I'd say middle of the pack, maybe towards the back, UMass Lowell, the river Hawks, but Hey, I've been wrong before. Maybe what are the odds for the river Hawks? Let me see if I could pull that thing up. Plus 4,000 uh, uh, uh. for a team that made it to the championship game last year, some, some good value there. Uh, now let's talk about the retrievers of UMBC who actually have the worst odds, which I find hard to believe because this is a team that had, a, I get it. Ryan Odom, Dave Odom's son who led uh, the retrievers to that huge victory against Virginia just uh, f- four years ago. He got UMBC back to the championship game just two years ago. Now, granted, he took the Utah state job and you know, rightfully so best wishes to him down there in Logan or out there in Logan. But Jim Ferry comes in Jim Ferry was the interim coach at Penn state, former Duquesne head coach. I think that was a good hire. I think that was a good hire. I think he's a good basketball coach. Now I get it. Um, they lost a lot. Brandon Horvath, who was a key member on that, on that team that won in uh, against uh, not in Charlottesville, but in the NCAA tournament against Virginia, He's gone and he was a four year starter there. They also lost uh, RJ uh, it'll rock their, their, their guard who averaged 14.3 points a game. And they lost another starting forward. So I get it. The, the concern there and they only returned Keandre Kennedy who's their leading returner, a senior 8.2 points a game, 4.2 boards. Uh, and Jacob Boonzith at the guard spot. Uh, those are their two returning stars. But look, he went out and was active in the transfer portal. That's why I think they could be better than what we think. Um, because yeah, you got Keandre. I'm assuming they're going to go with the three guard lineup of L.J. Owens, Darnell Rogers, Keandre Kennedy. And by the way, I'm sorry, I, I said uh, those are the two returning stars. Those are the two two key reserves. The two returning stars, L.J. Owens and Darnell Rogers. I misspoke there. But all three of those guards could be decent enough, I think, to to pose a threat. This team went fourteen and six last year, ten and four in the American East, tied for first. I don't understand how you have them that far back, especially when you go out in the transfer portal and you land Trey Edwards from Akron, decent program down there in Akron. You get uh, an Oklahoma transfer in uh, and Yang Garang, and you get a Maris transfer in Hakeem Bird and a DePaul transfer in Ray Salnave. I, I, I look, I get it. It's a first year coach implementing a new system, but I think there's value in taking them. That might sound crazy, but why not? Why not? I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to, I'll tell you at the end, I think you should sprinkle a little bit on that. Cause I think uh culture, they've been used to winning and being contenders in this conference. So why not down there in Baltimore? And the fact, like I said, LJ Owens, Darnell Rogers and Keandre Kennedy, I think are, are three good guards guard play goes a long way. Now, can the big step up? Can the Oklahoma transfer? Um, can, uh, 
can, can, they got to find some bigs that, that can, that can, that can play. But in these, in these small conferences, you can go with four guards and one big, maybe that, maybe that's what he does. Maybe that's uh maybe that's what fairy does, but I, I, I think there's decent value in a, in a crazy play there of taking UMBC to win the conference. All right. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, let's talk the final team in the American East. And that is a team that uh, is probably the, the true blue blood of this, uh, of this conference historically. And that's Vermont. They're always a beast. John Becker's in, in entering year 10 at Vermont. And uh, he's got a 219 wins, 91 losses. They always, they tied for first a season ago and they had, they had a great, uh, great fortune. First off, four key seniors took advantage of that extra COVID year of eligibility and they are back. They returned four or five starters. Now I get it. Steph Smith's gone. He's now at St. John's. That was their, their top leading score or their second leading score a season ago. That was a big loss, but John Becker, they're rolling right now. All right. And to, to bring back four or five starters, especially how experienced they are. Uh, ben Shungu is back at the, at the guard spot, 11 points a game, 3.5 assist. The other guard, Justin Mazula is back at 8.3 points per game. And then the big one that maybe the player of the year in the conference forward, Ryan Davis at nine, just about 19 points a game, 6.3 boards. He's back as well as his, his, uh, his other forward on the front court there, Isaiah palace at, at about eight points a game, five boards. So bringing back four or five starters, even the bench, Thomas Murphy's back on the bench, uh, Bailey Patella, guys that were solid contributors, Robin Duncan. And then he brings in a guy from Canada, Samuel Alamuda. That'll be interesting to see how he shakes out. But then another big thing is Western Carolina transfer, Cameron Gibson, Western Carolina was a good team in the uh, SOCON last year and getting Cameron Gibson averaging six points a game. I think he'll be able to fit in. Well, I don't know if he'll replicate exactly Steph Smith stats, but with everyone else coming back, I think Cameron Gibson will fit into that starting lineup. And, uh, and I think the bench is looking all right. And I think really Vermont and Stony Brook are going to battle out as the most talented teams in the conference. However, so I, I would actually bet on Stony Brook to beat Vermont, but I think it's, it's an, uh, this will be a very fun uh, season to watch the American East because you have Vermont's experience against Stony Brook's talent in a way. Should be interesting. Another thing is Vermont is better with their front court than Stony Brook. So could that play a role? Those games are must watch TV for me, but also I'm going to say sprinkle some on UMBC. I didn't get it. Plus 5,000. Why not though? They're used to being contenders the past four or five years in this conference. I don't think their roster is that bad. Uh, besides that with value, Maybe you take a, a flyer on uh, New Hampshire plus 600. Maybe that, but I, I would, yeah, yeah. I, I like the, uh, the, the Stony Brook angle or the Vermont angle. You could talk me into either. I, I think I go Stony Brook gun to my head. My pecking order would probably be one Stony Brook two Vermont three, New Hampshire four UMBC. I'm going to say UMBC is four. Five, I'll go Albany. Six, Hartford. Seven, NJIT. Eight, I'm going to go Binghamton. 
nine UMass Lowell and 10, the main black bears. Can't wait for college basketball. Make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience because we got you covered here. All right. We got you covered in the land down under. So subscribe, tell a friend. Normally I have my co-host with me as we break down other conferences, some of my co-hosts, but can't wait for the season to start and uh, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Go get that SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store. Like I said, you'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts. We talk college basketball year round here and remember to subscribe to the college football experience, two separate feeds. We talk college football year round over there. Subscribe to both. Tell a friend. Let's have some fun here uh, on the college basketball experience. Um, look, if you download that app and you give us a nice app review, five stars, say some nice things about us, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow. Show me that screenshot and I will send you a college experience t-shirt at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter. At Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K trail Furman juniors on Twitter at really rail underscore underscore the college basketball experiences on Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast networks on Twitter at the SGP network. Follow all of them. Check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well as we talk college basketball every single day. This is the college basketball experience. American East style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.